Hello, my friends. You're listening to Repent and Believe podcast with Cynthia Smalls of Back to God Ministries. Welcome, my friends. Here we talk and teach the message of Jesus Christ, the only one who can claim the title of Savior of the world. We also discuss all things repentance and belief in Jesus Christ and how all these things tie into living a lifestyle where our deeds are manifested and fast and God so that we may be molded by the Father into vessels to be used for His glory. Amen. Amen. All right, so let's get started. Hey everyone, before we get started, I'd like to say thank you for tuning in. And if you enjoy my podcast, please share download, leave me a message or comment. Thanks guys. Good morning. I'm coming today to bring good news from the Lord Jesus Christ to let you know that you do not have to die in your Christ Jesus paid a huge price for all of us to be saved. You do not have to die in your sins. God has made a way. He has made a way for every person ever born to be made right with him. And he did this through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We must repent of our sins, turn from our wicked ways, and turn to God. You do not have to live a life of misery, despair, and hopelessness. God has given us a gift, a wonderful gift. And we find that in his son, Jesus Christ. You must understand what Jesus has done for you. He took your punishment. He took your punishment by dying on the cross for your sins. Christ Jesus willingly laid down his life so that you do not face God's wrath to come. God has set a day in which he will judge the inhabited world in righteousness. And he did this through Christ Jesus, whom he has appointed judge. God commands all men everywhere to repent. So what does repentance mean? Repentance means that you change the way you think. No longer do you think sin is the big time fun. No longer do you think abusing drugs, alcohol, sleeping around is the big time fun. No longer do you think that there is no God who will one day judge everyone according to their ways and according to their deeds. Christ Jesus, who was sinless and perfect. He became 
a sin offering. God's word says that the wages of sin is death. That means to be eternally separated from him in the lake of fire. There is a place called hell. And those who are unsaved, unrepentant, Christ rejecting, when you come up out of your body suit and you have not made the Lord Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, the Bible is unanimous. It is unanimous. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. The Bible tells us do not be deceived. You cannot continue to live this life in disobedience to God. It is not going to work for you. People are miserable because of their sins. You do not have to live a life of reckless behavior. You have to understand everything we are doing in this bodysuit is being recorded in heaven. Therefore, you must stop sinning. Jesus preached repentance. You must turn. Turn from your wicked ways. There is no other choice. God has made it very clear. The soul who sins will die and be separated from him for all of eternity. But guess what? There's good news. You do not have to go to a burning hell. Christ Jesus paid the price that we should have paid. But he paid our sin debt. The Bible teaches that Everyone that has ever been born is born with a fallen sinful nature that needs to be born again. So how do you get born again? Well, you must believe. Believe in what? Believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that he laid down his life by being crucified on the cross for your sins. Mankind has racked up and stacked up a huge sin debt that needs to be paid. Mankind in its fallen nature cannot pay for their own sins. We needed a mediator. And God has sent us a mediator who was perfect and sinless to pay a price that we could not have paid. Christ Jesus was sent to this world, to this dark, sinful, vile, disgusting world to pay for the sins of many. Christ is the only way to the Father. The Bible tells us in the book of John that Jesus is the way, not 
a way, the only way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to God except through Christ Jesus. Therefore, the Bible says that God in his love demonstrated it by sending Jesus. That whoever believes in Jesus, that means to receive him as Lord and Savior, that you put your complete trust and reliance in him. And if you believe in him, you will not perish, but have everlasting life. God does not send people to hell. A person who rejects Christ Jesus is already condemned. Why are you condemned? Because you have rejected the only one that could have saved you, Jesus Christ. And without Jesus, there will be no eternal life. It is essential, essential, that you put your trust and belief in the Messiah. Jesus tells us that when he returns, it shall be as it were in the days of Noah and Lot. And what was going on in the days of Noah and Lot? Well, people were going about their daily lives, buying and selling, planting. They were getting married. They were getting engaged. They were going about their lives in willful, blatant sin. These holy men, told the people of the impending judgment of God and they ignored that. They continued to stay in their sins. Everybody thought it was a big joke. Everybody wanted to live the life they wanted to live. And what happened? God sent the flood. What happened in Lot's day? Well, he burned down the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah with fire and brimstone from heaven. The problem is no one wants to turn from their sins. No one wants to give up their comfortable life. But guess what? There's a penalty. The Bible tells us it is appointed once for man to die and then comes judgment. God in heaven created a way for you not to be judged. But if you reject his offer of salvation and redemption, well, then what else is left for him to do? The Bible says that there is no more sacrifice for sin. Christ Jesus is the last lamb to be slain. There is no one else that you can call on to be saved but Christ Jesus. He tells us we are to repent or perish. That means you will be separated from him 
on the day of judgment when he tells you your name has not been found written in the Lamb's book of life. And yet people reject that message because they do not believe. But the fact remains, judgment day is coming. And it is coming sooner than we think. There, there has been a day, a day in which God has set aside and he is being patient with man. He has given us more than enough opportunity to come to his son to be saved from his coming wrath. People say, well, people been talking about Jesus is coming for over 2,000 years. Absolutely. And we ought to be grateful for that extended time. That is why we must repent because we do not know the day in which we will die. What happens when you die? We must give considerable thought to the moment you draw your last breath. There is eternity, and eternity waits for us all. This life we live is temporal. It is temporal, and it is fading away. Time is of the essence. You don't have a lot of time. People are dropping out of here like flies, dying in their sins, dying in their fornications, dying in their adulteries, their drunkenness, their addiction to drugs. People are dying without Christ and going straight to a burning hell needlessly especially when we have the message of hope. There is hope for the sinner. You can, thank you, Holy Spirit, you can be made right with God when you place your trust in Christ Jesus. He's the only one, the only one that can save you from God's wrath. Christ Jesus is alive today, sitting at the right hand of God the Father. That is why we need to repent. Change the way you think. No longer is sin the big time fun. No longer is it cool to get high, to get drunk, to sleep around, to be a harlot, to be a whoremonger, to be a liar, a murderer, a thief. You will not make it. You will not make it into the kingdom of God if you do not stop sinning, if you do not trust Christ Jesus to be your Lord and Savior. Everybody wants to live the good life, but no one gives any thought to what happens when you die. Old age is not guaranteed to none of us. We don't know what the next second holds. People who are in hell today were living one minute and the next they were not. 
They thought they had more than enough time. They thought they don't have to come to Christ. They thought they could go about their lives, taking care of their families, going to work, going to the park, going to the market, and drop dead. Suddenly, the picture of health, you drop dead. So what happens to your soul? Because it will go to either one or two places. It's either heaven or hell. I know no one wants to talk about death, which is absolutely ridiculous because every person born is one step closer to the grave every second. So why not give considerable thought to a known fact? No one has lived forever except Christ Jesus. It is absolute foolishness foolishness to even think about what's going to happen when you die and no there is no place called purgatory and no there is no reincarnation and no there is no will you just go into the ground and cease to exist absolutely not your soul once the body suit drops to the ground, you will stand before Jesus to give an account. And if you have not made him your Lord and Savior while you were in the body suit, you will go to hell. I know no one wants to hear that, but that's the truth. And we do not sell out on the truth to make you feel comfortable in your sins. This is dire warning. You must repent and turn back to God. You must stop sinning. You must stop living a life of wickedness. It is possible to live holy. It is possible to live righteously. You don't have to live in sin and debauchery and be self-indulged and be selfish and not think about others. It is doable to do right by your neighbor. It is doable to love your fellow man. It is doable to give up your life for the one who has given up his life for you. It is our reasonable service that once we come to Christ, that we live holy, that we live righteously. It's the least we can do. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus died a horrific, painful, bloody, violent, brutal, bloody death on your behalf so that when you die, you don't go to hell. He paid your sin debt. That is why we come to him. The Bible is unanimous. Those who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Jesus says, all who comes to him, he will in no wise cast aside. He will not tell you no. He will not tell you you are a filthy, wretched sinner. I don't want to have anything to do with you. 
That is not the God we serve. It is the will of God that no man perish. He doesn't want anyone to suffer for all of, of eternity. That's why when you say no to the gospel, then what else is left? You have condemned yourself. God does not condemn. He gives you what you want. If you want righteousness and holiness, he makes his grace available. But if you want to continue to walk by the light of the torches you have set ablaze and you don't want his savior, you don't want the Lord Jesus Christ, well then you are condemned by your own actions. You send yourself to hell. God is not to be blamed. He gave us a way out. But you said, no, I don't believe that. I don't want that. I don't, I'm a good person. Well, you have a problem because the Bible tells us there is none righteous. No one does good. That is why we need Christ Jesus' righteousness. He made the great exchange on the cross. He took our sin and he gives us his righteousness. How wonderful and glorious is that? And yet people still say no. And yet people still think God is playing with that lake of fire. You cannot put God in a box in human terms that if he's so loving, why will he send people to hell? God, for the record, does not send people to hell. He gives them an opportunity to repent. You, by your own decision, you, by your own choice, when you reject the offer, you said no. He said yes, come to me, and you said no, I'm good. Okay, well, what is left for him to do? You send yourself to hell by rejecting his son. There is room at the cross for every sinner. But if the sinner man says no, if the sinner man says, well, I don't believe, well, then what else is left for God to do? He is not going to beg and plead. He is not. He has done everything that was needed to be done to ensure that you can spend eternity in heaven with him. But if you reject his offer and say no, because you think you got a better plan, if you think you want to live your life the way you believe it should be lived, well then guess what? You will go straight to hell, and that's the fact. And if you think hell is bad, the lake of fire is even worse. Once Jesus returns and he empties out hell, hell itself will be cast into the lake of fire as well. You must believe. 
and turn from your sins. Otherwise, you will live a life of misery. Everyone who is in willful sin is living a life of misery. You cannot, you cannot live the way you want in direct contradiction to the word of God and expect for you to have peace. You cannot be in two kingdoms at the same time. There is the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God says no one who is wicked will enter. No fornicator, no idolator, no adulterer, no homosexual, no effeminate, no thief, no greedy, covetous person, no reviler, no slanderer, no gossip, no murderer, no bike biter, no liar will inherit God's kingdom. God is serious about his son. You must understand the price, the huge price that Christ Jesus paid on all of our behalves. He was innocent, he was blameless, and he was righteous, and yet he was crucified. For what? On some chunked up charge of blasphemy because he told the people who he was, who he was. He is God. He is the son of the living God who came to this world to save mankind from their sins and the penalty for their sins. And he did that out of love, out of love for me, for you. That's what he did for you. But this world crucified him anyway. But let us not be mistaken. Christ allowed himself according to the will of God to be crucified in such a fashion. Listen, the Bible tells us that Jesus, when he was hanging on the cross, dying for your sins, he was beaten beyond recognition. The Bible says that he was unrecognizable as a human being hanging on the cross, dying for your sins. Yes, he died for your sins. He died so that you don't spend eternity forever burning, tormenting in the lake of fire. If you think life today is hell, you are going to be shell-shocked. If you die in your sins and lift your eyes in a burning hell, it's not going to be pretty, folks. And yet, people still walk by, they continue in their sinful lifestyles, believing and being deceived that you are good enough on your own to make it into heaven. You and I are not. You must understand, you have an enemy. His name is Satan. 
and he hates you and he beguiles you to believe that there is no God. There is no one coming to help you. So if you worship me, I'll give you all of your heart's desire. Whatever you want, that's a lie. The Bible teaches that he is a liar and he is the father of all lies. Therefore, if you do not come to Christ Jesus, you will end up where the devil is going to end up. And that is the lake of fire. Folks, it is doable and possible to live a God-fearing life. If you do not have the fear of the Lord, then you will continue to be in your sins. You will continue to live a life of debauchery. You will continue to live in a life of vow and wickedness and unrighteousness. You do not have to live that way. You can actually live clean, holy, filled with peace, filled with joy. You can do it all. The problem is if you say no to the Messiah, if you say no to the only one that can help you, well, God, what else is he is left for him to do with you? The Bible is unanimous. You must repent. You must turn from your wicked ways. So, Roadway or anything. Yes, no, I'm in roadway. Okay, so I'm not. Right. Oh, you, you smell good. What you wear? Uh, Ariana Grande. Oh, yeah. The cloud, the blue one. I smell good. <laughs> Thank you. I smell delicious. <laughs> Have a blessed day, All right. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Christ Jesus wants us to repent. He wants us to turn from our wicked ways and be saved. It is not the will of God for anyone to perish. He does not want anyone to spend eternity in the lake of fire when he has made a way. God has made a way for sinners to be made right with him, and that is through his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the only way to eternal life, and he promised, he promised to give us eternal life when we put our trust and belief and reliance in him for what he has done for us. Christ Jesus is the mediator between God and man. Therefore, if we do not put our trust in him, our only expectation is of rage and fire and judgment. The book of Revelation tells us in verse 15 that if your name has not been found written in the Lamb's book of life, you will be thrown into the lake of fire. There is no reason for anyone to have to go to hell when God 
has sent us this awesome good news that if you repent, if you turn from your wicked ways, and if you turn back to God, he will save you. Listen. People, you must understand about this about this judgment day. It is called the Great White Throne Judgment. At the end of the age, when Jesus cracks open up that firmament, that sky, and return, those who have not called on his name to be saved, well, the Bible says that when he returns, he will come with his angels in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God and obey not the gospel. You will be punished. The Bible says you will be punished and separated from him for all of eternity. The good news is that you don't have to die in your sins. The good news is being heralded today that if you repent and come to Christ Jesus, you too can be saved. Listen, the Bible is clear. No whoremonger, no fornicator, no weed smoker, no drunkard, no prostitute, no harlot, no liar, no murderer, no homosexual will inherit God's kingdom. The Bible tells us, do not be deceived. The unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God. Christ Jesus who shed his blood so that through his shed blood we can have forgiveness of our sins, pay a dear and steep price for your salvation. Salvation comes through repentance. And what is repentance? It is changing the way you think. No longer dressing like a harlot is okay. No longer sleeping with people who are not your spouse is okay. No longer drinking and smoking cigarettes is okay. This body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. The Bible is clear. God says, you destroy this temple, he will destroy you. You do not have to live a life of defeat. The reason why your life is miserable is because of sin. I'm telling you what the problem is. The problem is not other people because they got their own problems. They are in sin too. And when they act out, they cause havoc and chaos. And just like you, you may not be raping and robbing banks. You may not be murdering people. But in your heart, you have rejected Christ Jesus. You are no different than the murderer. 
You are no different than the adulterer. Anyone who does not receive and accept Christ Jesus as Lord and Savior is a sinner. Yes, we are all sinners until we come to Christ. Because if you think you are such a fabulous, good person, you are deceived. The Bible says none, none of us is righteous. There is no good people according to God's standards, because his standards are the only one that matters at the end of the day. We can say so-and-so is a good person, and then we turn on the five o'clock news, and so-and-so killed his whole family. And we say, well, we thought Johnny was a good person. The Bible tells us there is none that are righteous. None of us are good. That is why we need Jesus. No, you're not a good person in the eyes of God if you have rejected his son. If you continue to live a life of willful, blatant, deliberate sin, you are a sinner in need of a savior. Do not deceive yourselves. None of us are good. That's why we need Christ Jesus. We need his righteousness, his holiness. Man apart from God is sinful and wicked. Yes, I know you believe in your heart. Well, I'm a good person. I don't bother anybody. I just want to shop until I drop. Leave me alone. Well, that's your problem. Pride. Pride will send you straight to hell. If you do not come out of your prideful, arrogant, belligerent ways and come to God, I'm here to blow the lid off the case. You will not make it. None of us will. None of us will make it in. If we remain in sin, we're not going to make it. Therefore, you must, you must turn. Turn from your wicked ways. Repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins. There is no other way out but through Christ Jesus. And that is the good news. You can have faith when you believe that Jesus died. One, no, the most horrific, brutal, violent, bloodiest death any human has ever endured. The Bible says that when Jesus was hanging on the cross, he looked unrecognizable as a human being. Doing what? Dying for your sins. Dying for my sins. It is our reasonable service to live holy, to come to him, to lay down our life like he laid down his life for us. We cannot be selfish. We cannot be willfully ignorant. All of us will die one day. What makes you think you can live forever? 
What makes you think that you should not even think about what's going to happen on the day you die? All you got to do is turn on the TV. People are dying, dropping out of here like flies every single second. Not having made Jesus their Lord and Savior. Do you know where they ended up? They ended up in a burning hell. Why? They thought they were fabulous. They thought they were a good person. But in their hearts, they rejected the Messiah. They rejected the only plan of salvation, Jesus Christ. He is preeminent. He is the only way out of here alive. But if you say no to your life preserver, then that's foolish. If you were drowning in a lake and someone throws you a life preserver and you cannot swim and you tell them, no, I don't need that. Well, then you will drown and die. Well, how much more so when God threw us a life preserver, his son, Jesus Christ, and you say no to that, why? Because you don't believe in all that religious stuff. Well, guess what? Neither do I. Religious is, religion is man-made. I'm talking about having a bona fide, certified relationship with Christ Jesus knowing him personally. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about rules and works to earn your way into heaven. I'm not talking about that either. I agree with you. Religion sucks. It never saves anyone, nor can it. It cannot save you. The only one that can save you is Christ Jesus by having a personal relationship with him and him alone. But if you continue to live life on your own terms, if you want to live life by your own purposes and plans, and they fail anyway, and you wonder why your life is in the toilet, is in the toilet because no one who lives in sin is happy. You're not. You may be happy for a day or so, but in the inner chambers of your heart, you are absolutely miserable. You have no hope. Everything you have tried failed. You failed miserably. You want to know why? You cannot live this life without God. That's your problem. Pride. Pride is the downfall of our enemy, Satan. What makes you think you can live in willful, blatant sin and still get to go to heaven? It don't work like that. Absolutely not. We need Christ Jesus. He's the one that shed blood for you. He's the only one that can you can make it in. You can't make it into heaven on your own accord. You want right here? You cannot make it on your own accord. That is why 
God says, I'm going to send my son. Because mankind in his fallen nature can never be made right in my sight. But Christ Jesus was sinless and perfect. And when he died on our behalf, he exchanged places with us. He became our sin. And through him, we become the righteousness of God. The Bible is unanimous. It is unanimous. No unrighteous, wicked person will inherit God's kingdom. He said, do not be deceived. You are deceived to think that you can continue with your weed smoking, your adultery, your homosexual lifestyle, being a liar, a murderer, and a thief, and you really think you are going to make it in. That's why the Bible says don't be deceived. We need Christ Jesus. God has made a way. He has made a way for sinners to be made right with him. And he did this through his son, Jesus Christ. Jesus preached repentance. So what is repentance? Because it's not saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then you write back at it. No, repentance is changing the way you think. No longer do you think sinning is the big time fun. It's going from one direction, turning, and going the other way to God. That's the only way. There is no other way to the Father but through Christ Jesus. I know there are many religions, many people that tell you that there are many ways to God. That is a lie. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what the word of the Lord said. He said he is the only way, not a way, the only way that if you don't turn and if you don't come to him, you and I are not going to make it. The only way out of here in one joyful, holy peace is through Christ Jesus. The book of Revelation 2015 tells us, if your name has not been found written in the Lamb's book of life, you will be thrown, tossed, hurled into the lake of fire. Revelation 14 tells us that the smoke of your torment will rise day and night and there will be no relief for you. So why? Why in your conscious thinking believe that you can continue in your sinful, adulterous, rebellious ways and still get to go to heaven? It don't work like that. You must believe in Christ Jesus. You must believe he is the son of God. You must believe that he died on a cross for your sins. You must believe that you are a wretched, filthy, lying sinner in need of a savior. The Bible says none of us are good. Not one person is righteous. Oh, man may think you good. They build statues, they build buildings, they put your name on the side of billboards saying John Smith was a good man. And what happened with John Smith on the low? He killed his whole family. And people like, oh, I thought John Smith was a good person. Well, the Bible told us the John Smiths of the world, none of us 
none of us are good. And even whatever good works we do, the Bible says they are as filthy rags in the sight of God. You got to understand, God is holy. He's holy and he has standards. Our standards don't compare to his holiness. So no matter what good of a person you believe you are, God says you are a sinner that needs to be born again. And Jesus tells us how to be born again. Put your trust and belief in him that he will save you from God's coming wrath. It's easy. It's real easy. It's not rocket science. We need someone to save us. Because guess what? Judgment day is coming. It's obvious. God in his word says that. He commands all men to repent. Why? Because he has set a day. A day in which Christ Jesus will judge the inhabited world in righteousness. So everything we are doing, good or bad, is being recorded in heaven. The Bible tells us that the books in Revelation, read Revelation 20, 10 to 15. It talks about these books. What books? The books of our lives. Everything we have ever done, thought, good or bad, is being recorded in the books. Not only those books, but another book is going to be opened. The Lamb's Book of Life. And it tells us, if your name has not been found written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you will be thrown into the lake of fire, having been judged by those things written in the books of your life. So if you think what you are doing is secret, it, ain't, it may be secret to other people, but nothing we are doing is secret to the Lord. He has a vast recording system for every person books to be on display in heaven. Do you not know how many people were born from the beginning of time? All of that writing is being recorded. So if you think that you are getting away with anything, you may be in this natural life. But guess what? When you drop the bodysuit, you will stand before Jesus to give an account for the way you live. Even Christians will give an account, not for their sins, because their sins have been forgiven at the cross. But how did you live as a Christian? All those Christian good works, were they due to the glory of God or to the glory of the rising of your name? So those of us in the kingdom, we got to watch it too, because everything we do is still being recorded. And the rewards we get will be based on the motives of our hearts. Why did we feed the homeless? Why did we do good works? Why did we preach the gospel? Was it for fame, fortune, and recognition? Or was it for the glory of God? to help him in the recovery mission of the lost, telling them you got to turn from the way you are living. Why do we do what we do? Everybody is going to be judged. Everybody. So 
People can put on their little Christian hats and say, well, I'm a good doer, but in their hearts, they only doing it to get money, to be to get paid from writing books, doing conferences. Why? Why were you preaching the gospel? Why were you telling people to turn from their sins? Were you doing it so that you can be one of the biggest Christian leaders in the world? Or did you do it out of genuine love for your fellow man? That is why we must examine the heart because Jesus is going to judge your heart. People say, well, Jesus knows my heart. Yes, he does. And he tells us about that heart in the book of Jeremiah 17, 9, 10, that the heart is deceitful above everything. Not only that, it is desperately wicked. Your heart is wicked without God's Holy Spirit, and that is the bona fide, certified truth, that if you do not repent, if you don't turn from your wicked ways, none of us, me included, none of us are going to make it. You cannot continue to walk this earth in willful, blatant disobedience to God without you having to answer for that. All of us, all of us are going to have to give an account. So if we say, well, I don't believe in Jesus. Okay. Well, I don't believe that there's a heaven and a hell. Okay. Well, I don't believe in judgment. Okay. Nonetheless, it exists and judgment day is coming whether you see it in your lifetime or when jesus snatches you out of that body suit and you stand in eternity oh it's going to be crystal clear to you i got it wrong but it'll be too late once you die that's it Ain't no more praying for you. Ain't no more telling you you got to repent. That's it. You had the chance. None of us don't know when we're going to die. And that's the most obscene way to think. What makes you think you want to live forever when we see people dropping out of here like flies every single second? Old age is not guaranteed. You don't know if you are going to be living the next minute. So for you to think, well, I got my whole life to come to Christ. Oh, I got tomorrow. No, you do not. We can drop dead in the next second. Jesus cracks open that sky and ready to judge the whole world. Then what? Because once you die, there is no repentance. People in hell right now are angry at God. They are angry with themselves, knowing that they had opportunity after opportunity to repent. But in their pride, in their big brain, that they don't need God, they got philosophy, they got science, they got, they got their education. Well, evolution says 
that the world was created, da-da-da, and that we came from monkeys and tadpoles and all of this high-sounding nonsense. The Bible calls philosophy empty words, high-sounding philosophies. So if you believe that you got this in the bag and that you got a big brain and you can outsmart God, you are deceived. And you need to repent. God ain't playing with that lake of fire. What makes you think he's playing? Would you play with anyone that keeps telling you, I hate you, I don't want you, after you have done everything for them? You gave them what they wanted. You were there at their beck and call, and yet they keep spitting in your face. What makes you think you want to love them? No, God does not love anyone who don't love his son. It's not rocket science. Would you love someone that constantly throw your name in the dirt, spit on you, tell you get out my face when all you are trying to do is love them? Eventually, you're going to say, okay, have it your way. Well, how much more so God? He said, if you want to live life on your own terms, walking by the torches of the, the no, walking by the blaze of the torches you have set for yourself, okay, go. He's not going to beg anyone. He is holy God. He is self-existence. He don't need us. Do you not realize that? God doesn't need us in order to be God. We need Him. And that's where we got it twisted. We think we can put God in a box. Well, God, if you so love it, why are you sending people to hell? You are deceived. God does not send anyone to hell. He tells us how people are condemned by their own choice. What choice? One choice. Not because they are murderers, rapists, sinners, weed smokers, adulterers, fornicators. People go to hell for one reason, because every sin can be forgiven when you come to Christ. One reason why people go to hell is because they reject Jesus. That's it. That's it. So no. The Bible tells us that people are condemned already by the choice they make. So no, God is not some bully sending people to hell. No, he is not the enemy. You have an enemy, and that is Satan. Your other enemy is yourself. That flesh, that flesh wants you to indulge in every wicked practice known to man. Your flesh if you do not bring it under subjection, under the Holy Spirit, will lead you straight to a burning hell. The flesh man don't want God. The flesh man says, it's okay to keep smoking your weed and your pipes and your vapes. The flesh man says, you can sleep with as many men and women as you want. And not only that, you can sleep with them at the same time. 
that's what the flesh man wants. The flesh man wants what it wants, when it wanted, and how it wanted. And you better not tell me I can't have it. Okay, well then you have a problem. You have a problem because Jesus tells us who will not inherit his kingdom. He said no fornicators. A fornicator is a person, as a single person, having sex like it's going out of style. He said no adulterer. That's when you marry and having sex with someone other than your spouse. No idolater. No effeminate. An effeminate man is a man who dresses as a woman who believes they are female. No homosexual, no liar, no swindler, no murderer, no slanderer, no reviler, no one who sits back and rail. All of these protesters, protestings are ungodly. And I don't care what the cause is. God says, I will avenge. So when we out here railing for, for this injustice and for that injustice, God says, if you are a railer, you will go to hell. Why? We don't fight our own battles. The flesh man says, I'm going to give them a piece of my mind. Okay, well, that flesh will lead you straight to hell. As you await final judgment because hell is not the final destination. People think that hell is it. No, people are in hell waiting for the great white throne judgment. The Bible says that everybody in hell will be resurrected out of hell to stand before Jesus, before his great white throne. To hear your final sentence. Hell is like jail. It's like the county jail. Until you await your court date and then get sent off to federal prison. Well, that's like hell in a sense. You will be tormented in hell in the flames. And the lake of fire is going to make hell look like a picnic. So why go there? You got to change your life. You got to change the way you think. Time is running out. You don't have a whole lot of time. You got to understand the price that Jesus paid so that you don't go to hell. He laid down his life. The Bible says that Jesus was so beaten and bloody and brutally violated that he looked unrecognizable as a human being dying on the cross for your sins, for my sins. So it's our reasonable service to say, yes, Lord, I repent, save me. You right. I am a filthy, wretched, lying, Jezebel, and harlot. I need to be saved today. Save me. And then going forward, allow his Holy Spirit to teach you how to live holy. It is doable. You can live a life without sin. It's doable. It's doable because the payoff is humongous life with Christ in heaven for all of eternity. 
Because let me tell you, eternity waits for every person. Every person. If you do not turn, turn from your wicked ways, if you don't come to Christ Jesus today, you are not guaranteed to live in the next second. You don't know. There's nothing promised to us but death and taxes. Every person born, I don't care how young, thick, and beautiful you may be today, well, today could be your last day as you going about the market, as you going about your jobs and your little cushy life. You can drop dead even in the picture of health and go straight to hell. But guess what? There's good news. The good news is that you don't have to die in your sins. The good news is that you can be saved. You can be salvaged from your wickedness. And that is through the Lord Jesus Christ. He laid down your life, his life for you and for, and for me. You don't have to live a life of defeat. You don't have to live a life of uncertainty. Am I going to hell or heaven? Because I'm a good person. Well, the Bible is unanimous. There is no one that is righteous. No one is good enough on their own to make it into heaven. That is why we need the atoning, sacrificial shedding of blood of Jesus Christ to wash away our sins. Your sins must be washed away so that when he calls you out of your body suit and when you stand before him you will be found blameless you will be found innocent justified qualified to go into his kingdom why because you put your trust and your reliance in him while you were in your body suit you cannot you cannot continue to live a life any kind of way you want to and not be held accountable. All of us will be held accountable for all of our actions. So we can shop until we drop. We can go to work. We can go to the movies. We can have all the sex we want. But guess what? You ain't going to live forever. None of us are. That's why you must give considerable thought to what happens when you die and know there is no purgatory and know there is no reincarnation and know there is no just lying in the ground ceasing to exist absolutely not your spirit your soul on the inside of you will leave your body and you will face God in eternity to give an account for your life. Don't be foolish. Don't be so foolish and prideful to think this message is not for you. It is for 
all of us. Jesus died a horrific, brutal death so that you don't face God's wrath. Judgment day is coming. You must repent. You must turn from your wicked ways and turn to God and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You must have your sins forgiven. He's the only one that can forgive sins. No man on this earth can forgive sins but Christ Jesus. He says you must be born again. That dead spirit on the inside of you must be reborn. It must be regenerated. You are a dead person walking. Your physical body may be alive, but the spirit, your soul on the inside of you is dead and it is hostile to God. You must repent, change your mind, regret your sins, and turn to God. He's the only one that can save you out of this life of misery and the life to come. If you don't stop sinning, you will go straight to a burning hell. Once Jesus calls you out of that body suit, God ain't playing with that lake of fire. You playing. You playing to think that you are such a good, fantabulous person that you have automatic interest into heaven. No, we do not. We don't. We need the precious blood of Jesus to wash away our sins, to make us white as snow. You, in your own power, are not good enough to stand before holy God. In your sinful state, you will not make it. God is holy and he has standards. God has standards and he has made a way for all of us to be made right with him. And he did this through his son, Jesus Christ. Without Christ Jesus, you will go to a burning hell as you await final judgment. Once you die, there is no more second chances. You only get one shot at life. One. There is no coming back. Once you die, that's it. That's it. God has set a day for all of us. That will be our last day on this earth. Some die young, some die old, some die somewhere in between. But guess what? It's appointed for every single person to die. Have you even gave two seconds to think what will happen to your soul when you die and know you're not going to just cease to exist. No, there is no purgatory. No, there is no reincarnation. You will stand before Jesus to give an account for your life. Without him, there is no salvation. 
Without him, there is no redemption. Without him, there is no eternal life. Without Jesus, you will perish. You will perish in your sins and go straight to the lake of fire. We need his precious blood to wash us clean. You cannot stand before holy God in your sinful state. You ain't going to make it. So all of us who wants to continue to live life the way you want to live it, to talk how you want to talk, to believe whatever that flows through that brain of yours. We ain't going to make it, folks. The Bible tells us, do not be deceived. Don't be deceived. The unrighteous, the wicked, all who have rejected Christ, all who are not born again, will not make it into heaven. You must be born again. The spirit on the inside of you is dead as a doornail, and it needs to be reborn. That's the truth. So what? You don't believe it. It doesn't make it not so. So what? You don't believe in religion. Well, guess what? Neither do I. Religion sucks. It is man-made. Don't believe in religion. Jesus said to believe in him. Come follow him. We don't follow man. We don't follow no church. We don't follow Satan, we follow Jesus. Unless you come to hell and have your sins forgiven, when you die, you will go straight to a burning hell. And that's the facts. So what, you don't wanna hear it? It doesn't make it not so. The worst thing you can do is to tell your kids that God is not real. How dare you? That's the highest form of child abuse. If you, as an adult, want to go to hell, fine. But don't tell your kids that you are setting them up for failure. And then you wonder why little Johnny turned out to be an axe murderer. Then you figure out, can't figure out why little Sally is stripping on the pole. Don't harm these babies because of your selfishness. Jesus made it clear. You do harm to any one of his little children, you are going to be in for a rude awakening. Folks, you must repent and believe for the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus died on your behalf. He was crucified willingly so that you don't face God's coming wrath. God's wrath is coming. Judgment day is coming. Do not be deceived. You will die in your sins if you don't turn from them. If you don't come to Christ, 
If you don't believe in him, you will die in your sins. You condemn yourself. God condemns no one. He will give you what you want. You want hell? Okay. Keep rejecting his son. Keep saying no. Keep walking in your pride and your fornication and your lying and your jealousies and your unforgiveness. Keep it up. Keep it up. He will give you exactly what you want. But the good news is that you don't have to die in your sins. You can actually live a life of peace and joy and righteousness in the Holy Spirit. You and I aren't going to live forever. You must give a thought to what happens the day you die. You are not going to live forever. And if you think God is playing, keep living. Keep living. Because he ain't playing with that lake of fire. And people want to mock. People want to joke. People want to say, you know what? They crazy. Yeah, we are crazy because we know the truth. And we are trying to tell you the truth. That if you don't repent, and turn from your wicked, sinful life, you will go straight to a burning hell as you await final judgment. And that's the truth. This is not judging. This is not condemning. This is what Jesus said. If you don't repent, you will perish. And that's the facts. No one is pointing fingers. No one is saying, are oh, you such a, a horrible person? Be telling you, you are in danger. You are in spiritual danger. If you don't repent, if you don't turn from your wickedness, you are not going to make it. You're not going to make it. That is why we must stop sinning. Turn. Turn, otherwise you will burn unnecessarily. You don't have to die in your filth, in your wretchedness. You do not. The Bible tells us that if we don't turn and if we don't make Jesus our Lord and Savior, we will spend all of eternity separated from him, from his power, and from his glory. The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. You earn a paycheck with every sin you commit. And you will have to give an account. You will have to give an account for the way you lived. Therefore, it will behoove all of us to repent, turn from wickedness, and turn back to God. It is not the will of God for anyone to perish.
Thank you guys for tuning in. I truly appreciate all your support. Until next time, I'll be talking to y'all soon. Bye. Thank you.